2: Means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town Legend. And he takes that out. No one likes us. We don't care. And that's just what me and Tom have to say about all the listeners. Ha, ha, ha. It's the (laughs) warm-up, episode 105. It's Brady and Tom, and we're previewing the Millwall game. Tom, you're back. How are you doing?
3: I'm back. I'm raring to go. Um, Oh, Brady. Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to be positive now. I'm thinking back. I have been quite positive all season, but I think I've finally hit the kind of bottom of the barrel. (laughs)
2: yeah yeah it's not it's not great is it um but you know you had that lovely intro to come back to so that'll surely uh perk you up
3: <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's all i look forward to these days
2: <laughs> good man good man well you know this podcast is regularly turning into group therapy about town Um but yeah well we, we were going to talk we were we are going to talk about the Millwall wall game um but before we do as we are a previous show last night, there was a game against Norwich City, a one all draw. And we'll go live to our match correspondent, Richard Cosmala, and here's what he had to say about the match.
4: So I'm literally penning this 10 minutes after the final, so maybe not even that, but yeah, so frustrating. Uh, I thought the first half we were absolutely pathetic, to be honest with you. It looked like we'd given up, it looked like it felt to me that like we were in administration. 1-0, which is Thursday, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but it like we were done and the players played like it, to be honest with you. we were pathetic the first half Norwich obviously got in front and I've got to be honest, I wasn't really asked, coming back into the ground second half uh, having a bit at half time, we were so poor and obviously, out of nothing my gone lobs the uh, Norwich keeper, but even then you know there was no real appetite whether to go on and win it. It would just, like, do the best, do the minimum. Honestly, if I were a Norwich fan, I'd be absolutely good with that. If you're going to get into the playoffs, you've are going to, uh, you got to win that, haven't you? 1-0 up against a team that were just pretty much done. And they just, uh, yeah, they never really followed it through. But, I mean, the crowd's so poor. I mean, <laughs> in the bars before the game. You, I mean, it's always good gauge, in it? Going to Waterstill uh, Centre before the game and the Vulcan... In that harvest, there was no one there, and I, I expected 8,000. I think I was kind of calling it on our social media, but WhatsApp group. But whether well, even that, to be honest with you, but it's upsetting really to see how it's come to that. But it just shows done it with a minimum of effort. Now we could scramble a draw against a uh, you know team in for the playoffs, but it makes you wonder what we could do against you know team's worse than that but honestly I've just got no affinity with a lot of these players I get there's been numerous coaches numerous issues numerous messages and it looked like a team was just like thinking to me, bollocks to that I can't be arsed anymore and yeah, I don't know where the goal come from to be honest with you it came out of nothing it came out of nothing but no waggon obviously not going to be around next season kind of a journeyman player but it's just makes me sad really It's uh, just coming across tonight came across before norwich well inverted commons fans two of knowledge fans a couple light for work with me but and i was just painting a dismal picture of odysfield town for them as well and honestly just a, a ghost town the town center and It just feels so sad, really. Obviously, in 2017, we had that opportunity to, you know, kind of maybe, I don't know about cement, but really create a bit of a legacy. But back to square one, I don't think there were 8,000 there tonight. It'll be interesting to see what the uh, crowd was. Obviously, the real crowd, not the one that was given. But, yeah, so disappointing. Just don't feel like, you know, there's a lot of players that I'd want to stay there. Helic, maybe. You know, Nichols can't see him wanting to be around like League One, but after that, after that, you're really struggling. And yeah, so disappointing. But he just said it all, didn't it? We got that goal, didn't we? Twenty minutes to go, maybe even earlier than that. But they never like getting another one. We were shit, and uh, that's been the same all season. And the people that stayed away, I can't blame any of them. You know, I'd like to be angry at him. I'd like to throw my ire at him. You know, you were there in the Premier League where you tonight, but who can play with anyone who don't to come tonight? Pouring rain, the team's dogged dirt. Kinda of giving up. Yeah, we're almost like kinda of default we got back in the game, but after that poor, but I think if I'm fan more disappointed than tonight. Surely you've got to think you're gonna take that on 2 Three nil at half time, but Wudersfield Yeah, I think I'm more about luck by anything really that they came back into it but yeah it's so gutting so yeah we're just dying a slow death and who knows what tomorrow will bring maybe administration by the time we listen to this it might even be that to be honest with you but it's gutting you know I remember being in there in the Vulcan before the game and uh, I would say in some of the Norwich guys we were in it against after Man United we're beating them 2-1 the place was rocking, The with DJ, we were partying, we were kind of on a stage, and what is it, five, six years later, Portfield, Strosby, Exeter, it's happening, and it uh, breaks your heart, really. But you know what, the powers that build to still town, they'll move on, won't they? But the fans, they can't move on. This is their club, this is what we live for, and uh, yeah, we just stop for brighter days, but so disappointing. But yeah, a point, but yeah, we're going down and we know it. Huddersfield Town 1, Norwich City 1. <laughs>
2: uh, so we've heard from Cosy First appearance on the warm-up, by the way. There you go. Yeah. Um, and many more. Tom, uh, what are your thoughts on the game last night? I'm in a weird mood, clearly, so you talked for a bit. Yeah,
3: um, I mean, it was a a point on it. I think they were really good in the first... Well, I, were they really good or were we just really bad? I don't know. I mean, they could have been 3-0 up at half-time, to be honest. Um, But I, that second half, we actually... We were all right, I thought. We were all right. There's just decisions, certain decisions that are just wrong. And um, that kind of last 10 minutes, we did give it a go. And prime example... Uh, And Warnock kind of hinted on it in his presser before saying, Rudoni's maybe trying a bit too hard at the moment for a goal. And it was just that kind of decision-making where he picks it up on the edge of the box. He's got, I think it was Simpson and maybe Diara. Did Diara come on last night? I can't remember. But Simpson was right in front of him. And then I think Diara was out on the left. And the marking on Simpson was terrible. And all he really has to do is play it into his feet i mean can simpson turn and shoot there i don't know um, <laughs> because we haven't really seen the, his his quality yet um but he doesn't he has a shot and it just goes over and it's just think little things like that this season have added to our woes is just simple decision simple decisions playing it simple play the ball to feet get it moved quick um but look it's a point in it and uh i think the tactic Warnock is playing now for the rest of the season is kind of play for pretty much play for a point for 80 minutes, and then if he thinks he can go for it, go for it in the last 10. Um, which I don't think is terrible, I still think it's it's probably 15 16 points we need. What have we got left? Nine games. Um,
2: yeah, I think so. No. So
3: that's I should know this. Do you know what I mean? For uh, two. Two wins, mm, yeah, three wins and uh, the the re- and six draws would be good, wouldn't we?
2: Yes, yeah, you're right. Nine games. Um, so everyone in the league's paid thirty-seven, and like you said before we recorded, we're only six points off still.
3: I know that's that's. I think that's kind of the frustrating thing, but that um, it's still not that. Yeah, can you see Cardiff? going on a a kind of really good run. Can you see Rotherham going on a really good run where then they're not kind of untouchable? Probably not. So, and I think that's, I mean, it's frustrating in, in that sense what we've got left and maybe you'd hope to see town going for it a bit more. But it's even more frustrating, Brady. I remember back to that when we had that run of games and we were like, this is a key and what did we pick up from that? Probably like four points. It feels like maybe from mm-hmm. about from about five or six important games.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, ifs and buts in it.
2: Yeah, I mean the the fact is, you know, um, we talk about stats and stuff, but to be old football man, is one stat for you. Who's lost the most games in the league this season? Huddersfield Town. Um, yeah, it's it's not looking good. I think, to be honest. There wasn't, you know, and Cosy touched on it in his in his little report, but there was barely any people at the game, and I, I like, you know, I couldn't make it, and um, for kind of a work thing, but just I think the thing is I didn't know anyone apart from Cosy was going, you know, like, and I think that's uh, that's damning, and it's not even that people are angry; I think just people are kind of resigned and a bit fed up. Um, mm. And that's that's a dangerous thing, I think, for a football club, you know. And I know we keep talking about by final, but you know, yeah, just it just I just have to keep repeating it because it's just it's just awful. It's like just awful mismanagement. Um, but you know, we should be really, really cut adrift. To be honest, we should be bottom. Um, mm-hmm. We're not now. We're twenty third. So climbing, you know, can only get better. The only way on. up. <laughs> um, yeah, we should be well cut adrift, but we're not. So who knows? I don't know. Like, you, it, it just seems like a confidence thing for me. Um, you know, that's that's what I saw against Coventry. As soon as he makes that mistake, we just fall apart. You know, as soon as we scored that goal from uh, last night, you do see them kind of kicking to gear and like, oh, actually, mm. you know, we can score. Oh, we're doing all right. But... Um, yeah, I am I've... surprised we've not seen a big uplift, Tommy. Are you from Warnock? I think that's kind of the murmurs. People are like, I'd expect that boost. I mean, I know we won against Birmingham, but not really seen it, have we?
3: No, I, I think kind of what you touch on there though, Brady, the confidence of stuff. And I, I do think the last two or three performances has got to give them a bit of a lift because I don't think we were particularly bad against West Brom either. I mean, mm-hmm. Bristol... It's it's kind of it's they it's too late in the season at the end of the day to be saying this, and I think Warnock's coming. In, it's, it's it's a terribly difficult job. The confidence must have been so low. I think his main thing is trying to get them to feel like they can compete, and I think when they go grow into games, and I mean the the two four ers don't help, do they? But. I've hopefully these last three where they have been in the games they've they've not got whacked <laughs> they've yeah. uh, picked up two points from three um, I mean but not lost do you know what I mean? There's only lost one nil to West Brom and really uh, Town should have actually looking at the the that game I think Town should have really got a point from it I think we had some decent chances I don't think West Brom particularly created too much so and I I, I when I was listening to the the other podcast, U2BR. um, I think Dave kind of touched on it and it's spot on. It's like, I guess this is a problem with having three managers in a season. We're we're almost replicating what Fotheringham came in and did at the start, starting from the back (laughs) and making sure we can be solid. Problem is it's a bit too late for that. So yeah, I, I did kind of expect him to come in and almost be more of a motivator rather than a, a tactician, but I think the problem is it, it runs deeper than that for town this season. The problems aren't just their um, belief really. It's their ability as well.
2: Yeah. No, you spot on. And um, the game, the game against Millwall on Saturday. And um, so, you know, we'll, we'll come on to that now. They're six in the table and 60 points, which is 27 more points than this area's. Um, they've lost just once in their last six games. And have only lost once in their last 10 home games, which was a 3 2 defeat in Norwich. Um, Tom, they're flying high. Do you have any hope in this one? You know, like you say, we have been a bit more defensively solid, but they're on a run. But then I know you, Mr. Positive, you're always like, well, runs have got to come to an end.
3: They have, and it's Millwall Way and it's Warnock. So that's kind of what that's one of my positives at the top of my list. Um, that's kind of about it, though. <laughs> um, there probably won't be a lot of fans down there because of the train strikes. I mean, I, I was going to hopefully go, but um, as you'll hear in my uh, report, uh, view from the other side that was in person this time, Brady. Um, Ooh. I'm not going to end up going. Um, which might be a blessing in disguise, but you never know, do you? So I don't know, Brady. Yeah. I think Warnock will be targeting the draw. That's what he'll, he'll be saying. Right, let's not lose the game. Um, and it's a point. It's another point on the board, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, think I I wouldn't be against that, to be honest. Um, you know, like, like you say, even I think Stephen Chicken talked about it if we're talking about other podcasts, but he was like, even last season, picking up a point, you know, averaging a point per game in your away games is pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean looking I know everyone talks about how the fixtures are tough, but and we'll see how it goes. But you know, we talk about that six point gap. Um we've got Swansea away. We've got Cardiff away and got ridden at home. I think and mm. you know, Sunderland away, they can be a bit inconsistent. Yeah. We talked about Sheffield United at home. They might be on the pace by then if they've got promoted. Yeah. I don't know. I don't weirdly, I don't think it's <laughs> the only issue, I think the issue is, is, is just about other teams and whether they'll pick up points. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, it isn't done yet, is it? No, and I agree.
3: Uh, yeah. I think this, this chunk, so this game, Millwall, this was your hard chunk almost from Burnley to Millwall. Yeah. Some really informed, good teams there. I mean, these lot, these lot of great. Rowett's done an amazing job. Another great example of giving a manager time. um, Because they're not, they're not, the most like well backed club in sense of finances. He's he's just brought in players that he kind of knows are gonna gonna do a good job, and then they've done some really good scouting recruitment from from lads abroad and stuff as well. It's um it's a great model, great model, yeah. and I I actually wouldn't mind seeing them going up. I would not mind them all looting to go up just to kind of shake the Premier League up a bit. Do you know what I mean as well? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? That like. Millwall haven't been in the prem. and They feel like a take because they've always, like you say, in the terms of the playoffs, has always been knocking on the door. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you talked about Millwall and how good they are. But like you say, you had your in-person chat, didn't you, uh, with yeah. a Millwall fan to so t- talk to us about his own. Yes,
3: yeah, so I um, was in the pub last night, um, and I ugh, reluctantly went there with a Millwall fan, my mate Jack, and I had a chat with him about the uh, upcoming game. <laughs> Right, I'm here with uh, Jack Skilton, Millwall fan. It's me, Tom, from the pod. Uh, We're just going to really give him a quick firing round, three questions. Quick back, sorry, me and Jack were actually going to go to this game on Saturday together. I was going to travel there with a Millwall fan. Um, But unfortunately, but fortunately for town, for me, I think, um, there's massive train strikes, and it would actually almost take, I've had a look, us as long from Folkestone to get to Millwall, as it would normally,
0: getting from Folks to Huddersfield. What yeah, do you think does. about that? It doesn't surprise me. At least you're not going to watch your team get battered now.
3: Ooh. Got to, got to Someone's
0: honest. confident. We are shite. But, so, Jack, how is the season going? Quickly, sum it up. Millwall's flying. Win after win after win. I honestly think this is probably the best I've ever known Mills play. And that's, honest to God, We are consistently scoring, consistently winning. Fifth now, clear by five points out of the... I think five points to seventh now. Like, yeah. I honestly think playoffs is a no-brainer. And I say it every year, but honestly, God, playoff finals, we're winning it. If we go to the playoffs, we're winning the playoffs. A thousand percent.
3: Um, You are having an amazing season. And there's a few players in there that really stand out. There's a couple of players that annoy me because they were on Towns transfer list at the start of the summer. Do you know, mainly Fleming.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, But who, who's been standout for you at the moment, especially these last
0: few weeks? It, you, you've got to hate it, it's, it's Tom Bradshaw. <laughs> he's insane. <laughs> he scored so many. He's just been called up for the Welsh squad as well. So he's going to there now to go play international football. But he is literally on form. Him and our I can never say his surname, vault, vault Slammer. I think he is really good as well, but Tom Bradshaw has been banging goals in left, right and centre. What's he even on now this season, do you know? I don't know, he's, he, he's got to be in the 30s, I think he's probably in the 30s he's got, he's been like banging, he even scored an own goal, he's, he's scoring goals in our goal as well, he's that good. But no, he is He is a force to be reckoned with. If, if we don't go up, we have to keep him. That's I don't, just, right, to be fair, I don't think he's prem quality. No, he'd he'd come up with us and stay with us. But I fear if we don't go up this season, he'll look for another club. What in the championship? Yeah, yeah. a clear opportunity in the championship. I've so always wanted played. him. I've already, I've always, when especially when he's at Walsall, I just wanted him to sign for Town just because it was my name. He he is. Um, I mean, it is funny every time I see Tom Bradshaw <laughs> scored. So just to clarify, here, Jack.
3: Jack thought he'd scored thirty goals in the season. He scored fourteen goals. Ah. So
0: half, halfway. It just he's, sounds like well, I get he excited. has played thirty games. He's, he's 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 one in every two. There you go. I get excited about him. He's just unreal. And it, like I said, it's because every time I see Tom Bradshaw scored, I think of you. And I think oh, that's it's... nice. There you go. <laughs> he's going to score a hat trick against you. Yeah,
3: like no, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hate life at that at that moment in time. So right, let's let's go through that you're doing well you think you're going to go up Tom Bradshaw's in form um, what do you think the score will be this coming Saturday
0: I feel like last time I was on this I jinxed us and you actually beat yeah and us. we beat you one yeah so I'm cautious I reckon we're at home you're doing terrible we're doing really good I reckon do you know I'm going to go full out there I reckon a 4-1 four, 4-1 four one. Four one? Yeah. you having Over a laugh 4-1 we got dominated by Swansea the other day, and we still won. I don't think you're going to bring it. Yeah, four-one.
3: Fair enough, Jack. Um, I, I like. I'm envious of your confidence. Why is Michael Owen trying to interrupt us here tonight? It's really rude. Like we're trying to do a Huddersfield Town podcast, and Michael Owen's in the background, being an absolute little prick. Anyway, thanks, Jack. See you later. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah i mean look he's he's so happy and confident with how it's going at the moment um he says it's a really good atmosphere around the den as well which is really envious i mean i'm just envious of him it sounds sounds great um, and i honestly to be fair to them I, I i i do think they get i mean every club has got their kind of bad apples but they get bad rep but whenever Especially in the prem season, we always seem to overlap with Millwall fans, and the ones that I met with proper sound, they're 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 almost the only proper last London club as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. When you yeah, so yeah, I won't mind seeing them go up. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, Tom, stop being nice about them. Let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you need to get your act in order. <laughs>
1: Cozzy what's your favourite away day Matt it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham
4: just old school stadium you're right near the pitch great atmosphere but there's nothing like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery you win order now on the McDonald's app
2: at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com okay we're back um, can you hear that rustling? It's uh, it's all those letters we've got in the metaphorical mailbag. <laughs> let's get them open. You've got mail. We've got a lack of questions for the mailbag um, because, let's be honest, there's a lot to talk about. There's not a lot of great things to talk about. Um, however, even though we're saying uh we don't think it's over yet weirdly uh fox bat asks what should our retain list be for league one yeah so tom i'm gonna give you i'm gonna run through the current first team yeah i'm gonna name you all the players and yeah. you can say retain mm. um if they're on a loan spell you can say extend or you know don't think they are gonna rest- yeah. extend or get rid yeah so um are you ready?
3: right? Yeah, I'll try to be as realistic as possible as well. I'll, I'll, yes. I'll have an, um, yeah. And I'm just going to say retain. I'm not going to go into it, but I'm going to think realistically. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. Thomas Faslick
3: Done. He won't stay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Lee Nichols. Try keep as much as possible, but doubt it.
2: Yeah. Ryan Schofield. Out of contract in the summer. Let him go. Yeah. Jordan Smith on Logan Guest.
3: No, Let see go. you later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ollie Turton.
3: Return, yeah. Keep him. Matty Pearson? Yeah, return as well. Big Boily Interesting one, I'd keep him, here yeah. I'd keep him for League One.
2: Yeah. Uh the Josh Ruffles. The same, Josh Ruffles.
3: Same again, I'd keep him for League One.
2: Okay. I mean, we're gonna need to keep some players
3: Well yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Romani, Edmonds, Green.
3: I'd let Reg go. Would you? Yeah.
2: Oh, interesting. I'd keep him because he's done it in League One. <laughs> mm. Oh, oh, okay. I think that's what we call a little debate. Do you
3: want to challenge, should I do a quick, I just think his attitude is just a bit, I don't, yeah, he never, I'd, I'd, at the start of the season, that kind of, he should have been fighting for that place, and he wasn't. And just yeah, for me, I think he needs to go to another club to progress. Basically,
2: okay. I think if we were if we we're going to be in League One, I think he'd be really good. Um mm. So I'd keep him and just. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not.
3: I'm not saying he wouldn't be good in a League One team, Brady. I just think at Town, do you know, it's like with Schofield. I just think some players have got to. their time at a club's come to an end? It's kind of gone. Do you know what I mean? From that, for their perspective, if they want to progress in their careers, maybe they've got
2: to move on. Yeah, fair. Look, i us having a little reg debate. Okay, yeah. move on. Tom Lee's. See you later, Tom. Sorry. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Utanakiyama. I well, I think he only stays if it's you know he's still injured really and he can't get a move.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd love to keep him, but I doubt he's staying.
2: Yeah. Uh, Matt Loughton. No online.
3: No. I wouldn't try to go back for him, no.
2: Fair. Mikhail Hellick.
3: I mean, same as Nakayama. I'd be surprised if we kept hold of him. Um, he might be one of our only sellable assets at the end of the season, to be fair.
2: Yeah, fair. Okay, we'll move on to midfielders. Jonathan Hogg?
3: I'm keeping him in League One. I'm. I'm. Look, to be honest, I'd probably get a few pelts for this, but I'm letting him finish his career at town. Regardless, basically, yeah. like I, I, I see he's going to do a Mark Hudson potential if he wants it. Do you know what I mean? If he wants to go into coaching, then it's got to be with Town for me.
2: Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair. Uh, Sober Thomas obviously out on loan. I think he's probably gone.
3: I don't know how. I mean, I mean because it sounds like Blackburn want him. So if yeah, Blackburn and the fans want really like him, if Blackburn want him. He's gonna to want to go. Town are gonna to have to sell. Yeah. If he if he was having a pretty naff time at Blackburn, then maybe you could be like, oh, maybe we'll get sober in League One. But yeah, it's gone, which is a massive shame. Absolutely, yeah. shame. there's possibly one of the most scandalous decisions this season. That. Yeah. But again, Agreed. we might we might actually get money for him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. Um. Tino Andriyin, obviously, remember him that lone player <laughs> that's not played
3: barely oh Tino would be so good in that league but what's the it's two seasons now where he's not cut it um, physically um, keeping fit so no yeah fair Josh
2: Caroma
3: I'd keep Josh I'd, I'd actually offer Josh Caroma a one year extension on his contract to be to play in league one for us yeah
2: yeah. Okay. I think it. I think I'd agree actually. Um, Conor Mahoney.
3: Hmm. I've not seen enough to be fair. So I don't know what his deal is. If he's on a one year, then probably not keep him about. Um, I wouldn't be actively trying to sell him though, probably because I don't think he's really. Yeah.
2: It's barely played, isn't it?
3: Exactly. So I'd, I wouldn't know Brady.
2: Okay, Scott High. Wonder what yeah, you I'm,
3: think about that. I'm keeping Scott High all day long. Yeah. Absolutely. He'd be great. Yeah. He's gonna be great in League One, Scott High.
2: played <laughs> in League One as well, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Um Jersey obviously on loan.
3: If somehow Town could sort a of deal out for him, he'd be a good asset. I think even in, in championship or league one. So I'd try to buy him. I don't know if you could keep him.
2: Yeah. Okay. David Coutinho.
3: Yeah, he's staying because he's got that experience down there. Some of these signings, right, this year, it's almost like we were preparing for this. We've got so many experienced League One players.
2: (laughs) Oh, conspiracy theory, yeah. Uh, Dwayne Holmes, we talked about him earlier. I think you'd like to keep him.
3: I would, but I doubt he'll stay for League One. Yeah.
2: Cool. Aaron Rowe, out on loan.
3: Hmm interesting one i don't know send him out on loan again keep him i won't really get rid of him i don't because i think there's a player in there um it's It's weird isn't it he's not really played much yeah Yeah. i know
2: um radoni keep him yeah
3: keep him yeah
2: yeah kamara
3: i don't know if he'd stay but um i'd keep him but i don't think he will stay so sell him
2: Rolando Aaron's out of contract, I'm guessing that's yeah, he's
3: point. gone. No, keep him, put him up front. <laughs> no, to yeah. Matt. He's gone.
2: Anthony Anthony knock out.
3: No, sorry, Anthony.
2: Okay, cool. All right, final ones. Five left strikers. Jordan Rhodes.
3: Right, I'm having an absolute clear out of strikers. So Rhodes, see ya. Oh
2: really? Danny yeah. Ward?
3: Yeah, see ya, Danny.
2: Tyree Simpson. Keep him. Florian Cambiri.
3: See ya. Martin Waghorn sir so, i was thinking about this i would actually potentially think about keeping him for league 1 of of the strikers we've got now the senior strikers if i had to pick one it'd be him to keep around um i doubt coventry going to want to have him next year i don't know what his contract situation is there if you could pick him up on a free he'd do a job for us down there
2: do you know what? Completely agree with you. Um, I know he's not the most inspiring, but you've got to remember if if we are going to League One, it's um, you know it's a difficult league. And you look at like David McCold- McGoldrick at Derby, yeah. I, I think he would be a useful player. So I'm with you. Yeah. Cool. All right. There we go. That's all of them. Um, there's some other B team players in there, but we've, you know, we, we can come on to now and just went on the first team so there we go um carl Hudlin as well just just on that i'd keep him just for the yeah, novelty yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool okay right um we got some questions uh in the mailbag about dean hoyle and stuff like that but i think just given with the to be honest obviously we we know about the rumors of administration and you know owners and all that stuff so i think this isn't a topic that's going to go away so um, you know, the rumored deadline is next Thursday for yeah. uh, administration. So um, I think let's probably talk about it. You know, it's not like we're not going to have a chance to talk about it. So I think we'll move on yeah. um, and come on to you're the boss. So, Tom, you're in charge. You're going down to the den. The den? May God have mercy on us all. Um, so. The lineup last night was a 4-4-2. It was according to service score. Thomas Baslick in goal. Reg Lees Hellick and Ruffles as your back four. And then you had Karoma, Hogg, Radoni, and Jackson. Oh, Ben Jackson actually, would you keep him? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: Basically, cool. I basically I'd keep all the young lads, all the yeah. most of the Academy lads. Reg isn't young anymore. That's kind of also one of my Reg points. He's, yeah. You think he? You still think he's one of the young lads, but he actually isn't. Anyway, sorry, Brad. I'm going back. Here we no, go. no, no. It's
2: fine. It's fine. You're going back, but we'll move forward. And we've got Waghorn and Ward up front. Tom, mm. what would you make any changes to that line up, or would you keep same team? Um,
3: it's. I probably I would probably keep it the same. I keep Red yeah. Gin. I would keep Red Gin because I just don't think my Pearson's a. A right back I'd maybe even put Pearson in for Lees I think Lees has had a bad season Um
2: I think he needs a break as well do you know yeah I
3: mean? I'd, I'd maybe put Pearson in for Lees I'd keep that back for keep the keeper I think Vas- Vaslik has actually turned showing why he was so good a few years ago Um yeah. and it has helped us getting that call now Brady I yeah, think was no, Warnock just a second Hi Neil, I'm just checking where we are on Saturday
0: We're in London, aren't we?
3: Alright mate, thanks very much, see you then um, Yes, yeah, so and Neil sends his love there, Brady um, he, he, He's all good um, Yeah, so I think we were just on the midfield there now um, and I'd probably go similar, I thought Jackson was pretty solid again and um, I, I, look I think Josh Caroma's is, is, he's not as threatening as um that the f- first Carlos season, but he's definitely better than he was at the start of this season when he when he was uh, playing in the end of last season, um mm. and then Waggon and Ward I thought were trouble Waggon especially I think Martin Waggon has actually been one of our better forwards, yeah the last few games so yeah I'd probably stay the same pretty much maybe so then maybe bring Pearson in for Lee's. um. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah, fair. Um, I think I, I'm just looking at Millwall and they seem to play four-two-three-one. Mm. Um, they've got someone called Tom Bradshaw up front. Um, yeah, he's doing really well. Not my favourite Bradshaw though, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, I think they're f- the three behind. Well, he's threatening, obviously. Oh, the they're great. Quite threatening. Yeah, they're great,
3: aren't they? Honeyman, what a signing! Like. Yeah. I love him. He's a great player. I mean, Fleming as well. What could have been... Yeah. I mean, you and look at some... some of...
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Vog Slammer. Sammer. Vogue Slammer. Yeah. Great <laughs> right name. Saville, uh, really solid player. They've just got a very good squad.
2: Yeah. And Murray Wallace
3: too. Murray Wallace. Murray Wallace. Look at... Who'd have thought that though? Who'd have actually thought from that Murray Wallace in League One that would have gone on to being a, a stapled quality championship Defender, not me, to be honest.
2: Not me. It would have fallen. Um. Well, so yeah. So I'm wondering if he's gonna, if Warnock, if we think Warnock is gonna play. I mean, this is what I'd do. But um, if they're doing four-two-three-one, I wonder if he might try and match him because mm. he did do that against Burnley. I know that didn't turn out well, <laughs> but <laughs> um. I wonder if he's thinking that. So yeah, if if that was the case, I'd probably I think he will play Lees and Helic and he'd probably play Reg. But I'm I'm with you actually. I'm gonna go I'm gonna put Pearson in there with Helic. Just try that out, give Lees a rest. Yeah. Um and the thing is we've got the international break after that, haven't we? So a bit mm-hmm. of time to review. Yeah, keep ruffles. Of I'd probably have Kasumu and Hog. Um, as you too. Yeah, I um, thought as
3: well. Kasumu. I like Kasumu. He's a good yeah. player. He just—he's another one who just needs a bit of confidence. Really
2: agreed. Um, and then yeah, I'd probably have Humber. I put Humber in for this. Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably give Rodoni a rest. You know.
3: Mm. Yeah, maybe and, he needs to come off the bench, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, uh, I'd probably give Rodoni a a rest, start Diara see how that goes because Diara can be very hot and cold and you could always bring Rodoni on if not and then yeah I'd probably give Karoma and then I'd have hmm, I don't know actually Wardy can play left can't he I know he's a striker so actually yeah. I'm going to have Wardy to left but like when we attack he basically joins up a two Waghorn Sounds Tactics, sounds, sounds
3: very tactical this Broder <laughs> so, it? It's just me
2: thinking on the spot that's what it is <laughs> Um, that was that yeah. was a
3: really good bit of podcasting. That mean you just Solid podcasting, like, uh, and then put
1: them here, and then yeah. them here.
2: <laughs> Can we have twelve players? Because if so, <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. I, I've, not, I've dropped Hog in that as well. To be fair, but um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'm the boss in this imaginary situation. Yeah. Anyway, match predictions, Tom. What are you going for?
3: Um. You know what? Neil's gonna frustrate. We're gonna get a nil-nil draw out of this.
2: Yeah, I think it might be another one-all. Mm. Um, but I think Mill will probably win this. If
3: I'm in, being honest, in reality, I think they'll beat us like three-one. I mean, my mate Jack said four-one. I think in his prediction, I, mean, I won't put it past. Yeah past them. To be honest, Brady, let's see what those last these last three games have actually done to this team's um, belief. Yeah,
2: because the atmosphere will be big there, won't it?
3: We've competed. We have competed in the last three games against well, against two very good squads. One team on the up under under Pearson. So yeah, let's see what our squad has about them. Do they believe that they can match this Millwall team? Let's hope so. Because I think we've shown snippets. So, yeah, I'm going for that nil-nil. But I wouldn't be surprised that it was free, it'd was be 3-1. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, the reason I'm kind of hoping for a draw is Millwall have scored in every home game this this year, 2023. So I, I can't see us keeping them out. But, yeah, hopefully we can, a bit like, you know, the Waghorn. Go mm. like something or nothing. That's how yeah. I think we can score. So we'll say, who, who am I going to predict the score, actually? Uh, I'm going to go Jack. No, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Helic from Corner. Even yeah. though they've got big lads, I just I feel mm. like that's, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Tom, before we go, um, you can tell we've been down. I think everyone else is feeling down. So um, mm. let's cheer ourselves up with this week's quana's question. So, the a Kwanis question this week is what's one thing you've enjoyed this season um, I enjoyed all the comments that were like it's very hard to think of this uh, I think Daniel Peckett yeah. shouted Daniel said this is the hardest question we've asked <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was tricky but you know what we need a little bit of positivity I've got a hat with a little smiley face on yeah. um, so you know that I'm trying to bring the good vibes um, a lot of shouts for Towelgate against Millwall funny enough in the home game that was that was great actually Um, Mm. I was at that game. That was was a bit of fun. And um, yeah, um, I also personally enjoyed the Birmingham game. That was, you know, Warnock's first game in charge. That just felt fun. We've not had a lot of that this season. Um, But we've got some lovely responses. I'm going to read out this one. Um, So, Folding Stuff actually gives us four. (laughs) Tino versus West Brom, the black kit, the Birmingham game, and fish and chips at Hull. That Tino game against West Brom, actually, yeah, he was... Two great goals, actually, weren't
3: they? Yeah, and that's that's the annoying thing with Tino. In it, you know that that quality is there, and I mean, he, he he could have potentially made the difference this season um, if we'd have had him fit for not even all those games that he's missed out on, but even just half of them. He could have been the difference for those games where it was really tight. Um the kit I think I think I actually like most I mean the the pink ones an interesting one but I actually like the home kit the away kit that's a positive. Um and then Probably you can't like it, actually. Yeah. I mean you wear are you wearing it today? Or is that just I'm a black top? I'm not wearing it today. <laughs> it's just a black
2: top
3: so. <laughs> I've got that, the black one as well Brady. Um Yeah. And then men with football shirts. I know. And then fish and chips. Can't beat fish and chips can you?
2: Yeah, like it. Um, Jacob says, getting Joseph Hungbo on loan. Only player I've seen that actually looks championship level and has passion. Yeah, I think Hungbo's been really good, actually. Um, you know, I, I think another championship club will probably give him a go as we outlined in our retain list. Mm. But yeah, no, he's been good. Been good and positive. I'd like to see him on Saturday. Yeah. Um <laughs> Jack, I really like this one. Sorry, that, that was what I was laughing. I was looking at some of the others that we've got. Um, because a lot of people were like, nothing, it's been rubbish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is a really nice one, actually. It made me smile. It's from Jackie Broadhead. Um, she says, my nephew going to his first ever game, thanks to the inclusion room, and we actually won it. I thought that was really sweet. No, that's and nice. Like, yeah. So, yeah, Jackie, I'm glad you've had some positivity this season. Um, and that's the thing, like, you know, I know the results have been terrible, but it's about who you go with and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Try and remember that in between the the chaos on on the pitch. Um, Tom, what about you? What's been your, what's been a positive thing you've enjoyed this season? Well, I think that's
3: a, what you just said, Brady, is a really good point. I think, I know it's, this is a horrible time at the moment, but you've got to remember that, Things won't be as bad and hopefully won't be as bad <laughs> in a few seasons. And at the end of the day, you go to watch town mainly for the, the community, the the people you go with, that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I mean I, I had a, the Stoke game at home, went with my uncle, Danny Schofields, was his first win? Mm-hmm. Um Really nice sunny day, a few pints. I <laughs> did I meet you actually before that game as well? I think, I think you
2: did, yeah. We yeah. went to the Volcan, yeah, didn't we? Went,
3: yeah. Um, just just a great day. Um Yeah, it's
2: cause I was with you.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we went to Magic Rock after as well. Um, we did. We
2: did.
3: And yeah, just um that's probably that is probably my highlight this season because yeah. I've not been to many games um, and that's the only one I've been to that we won (laughs)
2: Yeah, no that was a good day actually, Um, I I enjoyed the Millwall game as people touched on and I I, I did you know, I think (laughs) there's a lot of theme here but it's hope and the Birmingham game was good for me because I think that's the first time in months at that stadium where I actually had a bit of fun and like it just I don't know, it was the relief, like you could just sense the relief when that final whistle went um, and that was a good day but yeah like things are things are a bit crap but um, as James's dad always used to say we'll go watch him whatever league they're in and I I think you know it's you know I'm not trying to be a happy clapper as people criticize but you know there is a lot of things that are going wrong with this club at the moment and it's you know it's frustrating and you know you're right to be concerned me and Tom are very concerned as as town fans, about as I imagine you get listeners are, like what's going to happen, but you know, um, it's about who you go with for me, and I think it's important to remember that when times are tough. And you know, the town community, you know, I know there's some awful things on Twitter and we've seen them, um, but you know, there are good good things out there too, and I think it's important to remember that when times are tough. Um, yeah, there you go. Good,
3: good little speech that Brady,
2: thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Um, do we have any we'll... more? we do we'll we'll end on this one because um this is what we call a fantastic segue uh joan says uh dark arts chocolate orange at magic rock pre-game is my highlight of the season that's really good joan do you know who sponsors? this podcast magic rock brewing and don't forget you can get 10 percent off all online orders with the code ahttc10 um so there you go uh, that was a, a nice little plug there but no that's, that's good. good that is a that's a good one. Tom, um before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to say to the town fans?
3: Um absolute fair play to anyone who makes it to Millwall on on uh, Saturday because even the tubes are in, even the tubes are in trouble I think. I think oh, the the station right next to the den you can't get to so it's it's one of those really stupid ones. So good luck to anyone who goes. Um yeah just uh, enjoy it as much as you can
2: <laughs> yeah fair. and uh soon as i'm in the mood for doing speeches i'll say uh, you know thanks to everyone for listening thanks to tom for coming on thanks to our sponsors they have touched on already and i'll leave you with this which is um you know something i'm going to try and do which is look like we're going to have a little international break after this millwall mm-hmm. game so my advice to to the listeners you can choose to ignore it but my advice would be like I imagine we might see some stuff off the pitch between then and the next game, but just try and let's just all have a bit of a break from town. Let's try and do things that make us a bit happy. Uh, not think about who's going to beat us or thrash us this week. What's going on on and off the club. Um, if anything does happen, <laughs> I imagine we might, we may have to do an emergency pod, but um, yeah, let's just, let's just all have a break um, before we come back into the last stretch of the season. So yeah, um, yeah, just just to take a little bit of time to not talk about the terriers I think we could all do with that so um I will leave it there <laughs> and uh yeah to tar for now and up the town so town play bring the car back to
3: order.